Put that coffee down. That's a clown question, bro. Okay, here we go. Another episode off script with Lance Zerline and Eric Layden. Are you excited that it's just you and me today a little bit? This is kind of old school. Yeah, yeah, I am. We get to kick around a lot. Of, look, it's called off script for a reason, primarily because I'm ADD and pull things completely off the rails. No, no. But you're a good partner in crime as far as that's concerned. And I've got some, I got a lot of different. <laughs> random shit to get to that I, I I really needed us to have a good 40 plus minutes of just us talking because there's too many things that are on my mind personally. And I'm sure you have the same thing. There's just, you know, we usually have, there's guests. a lot going on. Yeah. There's a there's lot, a lot going, going on. on right now. You texted me and you were like, this is a week that we need to have some solo time. You mm-hmm. know, we need to just, we need to air out some stuff right here because you know, we cannot have a guest come in here and take up any any airtime this week because you and I have things we need to talk about. So I need to I want to set the record straight on something right now. Okay. I don't step out on my wife. I'm faithful to my wife, and I think I can brag on myself. I'm a very good person like that. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Being faithful, by the way, turn your game down. Okay. Being <laughs> being faithful is not something to brag about. Yeah, but I am. No, you mean you are faithful or you're yeah, going to brag about it? Both. Because I am. No, no, no. That's part of the, the, the vow that you took. Yeah, but I'm killing the game in the faithful category. I'm killing the game right now. But that's like saying you're killing the game in the, like, in the not drowning category. Like, or I'm killing the game in the high. I haven't murdered anyone. Well, check and check. Okay. 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 Well, now that I know where you set your bar, yeah, uh, yeah. you can continue. So I, I had to put that out there because I want to, I have to paint the picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't step on my wife, but if you're looking for strange, as they call it, strange. Okay. Basketball and baseball. Is, I'm like, oh, this is something outside of my mm. normal. This isn't missionary style baseball. This is Mm-mm. 60 games. This mm-hmm. is sticking a man on second base. I've already gotten a second base. Is this season like, uh, like what is this season? Like well, a threesome? No, um, yeah, in a way. Yeah, 60. Okay, that's a great question. I don't want to answer it poorly. Um, and I don't care that my wife listens to or maybe it. something, or maybe something you've never, you don't get to do, but like on your birthday, do, what do you want to tell us about threesomes? No, no, no. I'm just saying, what, no, don't, don't turn this to me. Out. This is improv. This is yes. And this isn't where you turn it back <laughs> oh, okay. on me. Okay. I was you like, should know this from your improv classes. This is a no yes. And, and. So, no, and I'm, I'm yeah, saying no. Yeah. And to you, right. Uh, I'm asking for yes. And. I would what is say there? this is going to, yeah. You know what? This is a threesome because you're not sure how it's going to go after this. Maybe you weren't sure all parties were all super excited about this, but they relented like, okay, that's fine. We'll do baseball. And so all parties got together and said, all right, fine, we'll do baseball. And then they got together, but you're not sure this is, this is 
different territory. It's 60 games. It's a different extra inning thing. You've, you know, you're, you're not even sure if it's, you're not even sure if you're going to get through the whole thing. You know, you're like, well, this is the plan, but I don't even know if anyone's going to get cold feet here and leave. Or if all right. of a sudden, yeah, if all of a sudden say, oh, I, I've got a problem here. What is it? Or you finish too early. Well, just too I, soon. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's like a three. So now the basketball season, which is going to be about seven games, they're going to have extra people, extra teams in it. I think from a sexual standpoint, if basketball, if we're talking about what is going on with basketball, I think it's just something that is fairly familiar, but it's still your favorite, like your favorite thing. Because it's not, there's nothing too outrageous. The season only lasts. The season's not going to last that long. So you can get in there, get it done, lock the door, lock the kids out while the season's going on. And then, you know, but you're going to mix up your, if you will. Right. I'm not saying okay. you're going full Kama Sutra, but what I am saying, though, is that it's not going to be just your standard vanilla ice cream with a little bit of sprinkles. No, we're getting two scoops of something a little bit different. Right. Okay, in the maybe ice- like a, maybe like a, like a strawberry rhubarb with ricotta uh, and like a little like uh cherry glaze. Yeah. And they work together. Obviously. I was right. going to say obviously like a, like a horchata uh, cream and a, and a <laughs> butter pecan streusel because I actually okay. had that double combination this past weekend. While I was yeah. Maybe you go vanilla ice cream with some sauteed strawberries and balsamic drizzled mm-hmm. on top. Yeah. Or you don't because fuck balsamic. Or you don't. That's right. The other thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not everybody has the sophisticated palate I do and that's okay. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, to each their own. Yeah. So I do think this sports allow us to step out on our version of sports a little bit and get a little kinky. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. it is going to be kinky. The, the guy on second to start the extra innings, that's going to be really interesting because I feel like a couple of these things, this is a perfect way to the, for them to get it in and then keep it if they want it. You know what would be interesting too is like if you're the Dodgers and you've come so close to winning it all, if this is the year you win it all, is it as sweet? No. No. In the pandemic in front of no fans, they they bum no. rush the mound and no one's yeah. cheering for them. Is I there mean, a chance that at any point teams have fans in the stands? Because you know what's crazy is I'm in Texas where we're in the middle of a COVID spike. You're in California, which is in the middle of a COVID spike. But, you know, New York right now is, is doing pretty good. There's other states. There's some states that are doing awful. And there's some states that are doing much, much better. What an amazing feeling that would be to go walk into a baseball stadium and watch a game right now. I mean, I am stir crazy and I've been out, you know, we went camping, we're, we're going out to the beach a lot. So I've been out and about, I, I, you know, but I'm still just the idea of going and sitting and, and watching a game, watching a football game, baseball game, basketball game. I, I'm sounds pretty good to me. Sounds incredible. And, and I'm, I'm at the point right now where, you know, you just, when you know you can't do something, you want it even more. Like I'm dying to get on a plane and take a trip somewhere, but that's just not going to be the case. I'm not got, no. I'm not getting on a plane and taking no. a trip anywhere. If I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to drive. So it's got to be drivable. And so, I, you know, the, the ability to – I went to a restaurant once. Once I was on a patio outside, it was nothing. No one was there. Uh, the, the second time was during phase two reopening in Houston – 
So for me to go in there, I've been supporting restaurants here locally with to-go orders since this all started and things like that. So I went in. He invited us in. He said, look, we're reopening Friday and Saturday. It's just going to be people I know, no one else, people that, you know, that I'm, that I'm tight with. And so we went in. And this is, you know, I guess about a month ago. We went in and we had a great time. It was a lot of fun getting to sit with another couple and talk and and have fun. And this is a couple we, we do stuff with. They don't ever go out. They, they take it as serious as we do. But at one, at some point I realized, man, I you, you can't let your guard down. Like you still have to be careful about how close you are. You still got to, some guy came over and shook my hand and there was, I didn't mind because I knew there was hand sanitizer on a table. So I played it off like, oh, great. And then, you know, spray it in my hand whenever the guy walked off. I just can't wait to get to a point where I don't have to do any of that shit anymore. And that's, but why did you play it off? Like, why did you feel uncomfortable? I mean, I can understand eight months ago if you felt uncomfortable shaking somebody's hand. No, like, I didn't feel, I don't want to shake anybody's hand at dinner anyway. Like, don't, if I'm eating dinner at a restaurant, like, I don't want to shake your hand. I don't want to. Certainly, if I'm eating like a burger or something, like, if I shake your hand, now I got to go wash my hand. Like, I don't want to shake you your hand. You always do that? Always. Wait, always. Wait, I don't want to shake. Wait, your wait. Hand. Are you a germ? Are you a germ guy? Are you a germ? Are you a germaphobe? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to shake your hand. So if I don't somebody, know where you've been. Well, no, you don't. You don't. But uh, I can tell you where it hasn't been. Stepping out on my wife. Okay. I think yeah. we've already established yeah. that I'm a pretty great guy. Yeah, you're a great life. husband. I'm a yeah, great, you're a great husband. I'm up there pretty high. Uh, yeah. So I didn't know that about you, that you don't like people shaking your hands at all, but people come out. Like no, somebody- no, 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 no. You're taking words out of my mouth. I did not say I don't like people shaking my hands at all. I said, if I am eating dinner right. at a restaurant, do not roll up on my table and extend your hand like, you know, and I don't want to shake your hand while I'm eating. I'll shake your hand other places, but not while I'm what eating because see, now I've got to reach for a burger. Yeah, that's true. But what do you do after someone shakes your hand out in the streets? Oh, well, you know, I, I that doesn't bother me as much because my hand's not going directly in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, it, it's, it's about, I don't want to, if I'm at, you know, a burger joint and you roll in, you're like, oh, Eric, what's up, man? Shake my hand. Now I got to eat my burger. I got to eat my burger with the hand that I just shook your sweaty hand with, <laughs> you know? And on the way in this Houston summer heat, you just got out of your car. You probably adjusted yourself. And now I'm shaking your hand. And now I got a burger in front of me. I don't want that. I don't want that. Well, I want no put, part of it. Now that. you put all kinds of things in my head that I hadn't thought of previously. Right. But I don't. But see, now the great thing about COVID, mm. which words that cover. nobody ever said. It's your cover. Nobody's ever started with the great <laughs> thing about COVID. Listen, this is the great thing about COVID. <laughs> right. Here's the great thing about COVID. Come on, let's see if we can on, just off script. Let's go off script. Come up with five things. Okay, you go first. You go first okay. with the great thing about COVID. The great thing about COVID is that you can shamelessly have hand sanitizer on you in the moment someone shakes your hand in front of them while you continue the conversation. You can pull it out and use it as if you know that they are disease-ridden and have no no shame whatsoever about doing it. My turn. Okay, go, your turn. One of the great things about COVID is that you don't have to engage in small talk for long with any group of people. One of the great things about COVID 
is that you can walk into any establishment looking like a bank robber with no fear that they will turn you away. And that's including a bank. Oh, you can get into banks? Because you have to make an appointment to get into a bank down here. Well, even with an appointment, you can roll in with sunglasses, a hat, and a bandana over your mouth. That's true. It's the only time in history. Um, One of the great things about COVID is that, oh, man, you're winning right now. Come on, Lance. Pull this out of your ass. One of the great things about COVID is that you can literally do radio shows from home with almost no clothes on, laying down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We already know your habits, by the way, of no clothes and laying down. No, you know the food towel habit. One of the great things about COVID is that when someone knocks on your door, a solicitor from any number Mm. of places, through the door, you can say, I'm sorry, I'm not opening my door because of the virus. One of the great things about COVID is I can look at my bank account and say, wow, it's actually headed up because I can't spend my money anywhere. One of the great things about COVID is that (laughs) I'm stuck. (laughs) I'm running out of great things about COVID. It's hard to come Uh, up with a bunch of great things about COVID. Now, watch this. What's the worst (laughs) things about COVID? Oh, your kids being home for five straight months. We did one of the most dangerous things as parents um, during COVID. We barred television and screens. God, so stupid. When did that, okay, when did you do that and for how long? Uh, well, we've done it. We're in the midst of the third time. So we've done it twice. At what Once was there? at the beginning. Something happened. The kids were just kind of being assholes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's what kids are. Do you think yeah. kids ever sit around and say, except they'd say, mom and dad are jerks. Like they'd call us jerks. But really, I think my kids could legitimately get together. And if they could, they don't, they don't, they fight a lot. So they can't really come to a consensus. But if they could, they'd say, mom and dad are really a-holes. They might say a-holes. They really are. Well, first of all, it would be you've accurate. got like a, yeah, I mean, you've got like a tribunal. You've got five kids. So coming to coming to some sort of agreement is a lot harder in your house amongst your children than mine. I only have two, and one does whatever the other one says. So right. it's that would be pretty easy. Um, but- and no, my kids actually, um, we were in the car a couple weeks ago. Katie, uh, the kids are in the back of the car. Katie pops out to go get some groceries. And... Um, and and she's gone for, oh, I don't know, seven minutes, not long, you know, and she and she was just running in to get something. She's like, I got to run in you know, milk and egg, something quick. And on my Amex alert pops up because I have the alert on fraud the phone, alert. which is, yeah, which is no, it's not fraud alert. It's just spend alert, which, by oh, the way, you mean not, every spend runs through your phone, every spend. OK, wow. So, OK, wow. So, has that caused problems? Oh yeah. So many. Okay. So, so, so I'm sitting in the driver's seat and, uh, and I get a, a pop-up and it says like 
$97, right? Amex. And I go, what the fuck? I mean, she's in there for milk and eggs. Mm-hmm. And uh organic. And my yeah, and my five-year-old in the back says, You said fuck. And uh, and then my seven-year-old says, you know, Stormy, just because dad says fuck doesn't mean you have to say fuck. Even when you retell that he said fuck doesn't mean you have to say fuck. You can just say like the F word and that means fuck. Okay. So <laughs> and then I said Okay, have we gotten it out of our system? Because now we've all said it. So do we need, does anybody else need to say it? Because I feel like we've gotten it out now. Is there any chance a seven-year-old was being passive aggressive and this was his chance that he saw this was my big moment to take my shot? There was like a residual buildup of fucks and he just needed to get them out and kind of try them on for size. And this was his opportunity to do that. Sorry, sport, that's a little big for you. That's not quite your size yet. You're seven. That's an adult large. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a youth extra yeah. large. You're not you're not supposed to wear that. But I think over this um COVID, this quarantine period, language has been flying a little bit more um mm-hmm. loosely in my house because the other day my I, I told my five year old, I said, um, we're he's running out the door. We were all leaving. And I said, no, 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 you got to put on shoes. And he turns around and he just walks back to his room and he goes, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Your five-year-old said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. So, you know, I don't don't know what to do with that. I mean, he's right. It sucks. Perfect perfect timing. I actually applauded the comedic timing of it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, can I can I get one in about my my kid that I thought was a little yeah please I decided I think I found a litmus test to determine whether or not well at least my daughter is smart enough for certain things or if she's ready mentally ready and has a good understanding so I played a game How old she's nine nine and a half and so I played a little game with her I don't even remember how this came up. I don't know how it came up. She was in the car with me. It's me. It's her. We're driving to go meet my wife uh, at the beach. And I asked her, would you get into a pot of boiling, a giant pot of boiling water for $10? Mm -hmm. She said, no way. I'm like, okay, good. She's, you know, there's a sense of danger. That's good. I said, what about for $50? She goes, no. I was like, shit, that was a little bit of a delay. And remember, I, and I said, this is a pot of boiling water. She goes, no. I said, what about for 100 Yes. I said, okay, so for, for $100, I had to reset it. For $100, you would get into a pot of boiling water. Yes. Okay. And I didn't say anything. I, I don't want to let her know that this is going to be my test for whether or not she is capable of, of making certain, like she's clearly not ready to drive. Um, no, she's not ready or make any sound decisions at that baby said anything where she's responsible for other people. To me, this is my new litmus test. How high do I have to go before she says she's willing to go in a pot of boiling water? And as long as she answers in the affirmative that there is a financial number that she's willing to take to get into a pot of boiling water, I'm not letting her do shit. I'm not. She's just not capable of doing things. If she's willing to get into boiling water for $100, then she doesn't have an understanding of what is dangerous. 
she doesn't. So to me, I'm never going to let her in on this little secret, Eric, but I'm going to continue to use it until I've gotten to the point where she says no money, no money, because getting into boiling water would kill me. Well, does she understand the value of money? It doesn't sound like she does. Like, I need to know, does she think $100 is like a ton of, like, does she think $100 is a million dollars? Or does she understand? Okay. No, every kid thinks a $100 bill is the most money that you can possibly have. Most. Okay, see, uh, yeah, because see, my kids saved money over the last like three years. They've saved tooth money, Christmas money. They saved? You know, chore money, all this money. Three days ago, they went and bought Pokemon cards, and I think they spent like $80. Mm. And my wife was like, are you sure you want to spend this money on Pokemon cards? Yeah, yeah. And the woman was like, it's $80. She's like, he's, they're like, yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm like, that's a terrible, oh, You've been terrible saving all decision. this time and that's what they come up with? That's my point. You know, I that's my point. Kids were a lot smarter. My kids, like I've got one who will take, if he gets a $5 bill, it's out the same day for some Skittles. Like it's almost not, oh, oh, yeah. boom, boom. But might as well hang on to that five and just go buy me some Skittles. Like really? You don't want to save your money and get something? Nope. And mine's now, safe because it's quarantine time. I don't care anymore. Fine. Right. Have course. your Skittles. Watch, eat dinner in front of the TV, which has never been allowed by my wife until now. And now it's like, oh, yeah, great. Go outside on the patio. Watch TV. Perfect. You're not in here. That's great. That's great. And I have figured out what we're allowing them to do is really we're doing this because we want to make life easier on ourselves. And to me, of course, it's all about you. That is, I'm not going to call it good parenting, but it's understandable parenting. I would say it's safe parenting. Mm-hmm. It's so the for the safety is, of your children. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the good thing is the summer's just starting. So now we get to spend some quality time together. Finally. Finally. <laughs> I get my I get my kids. That's awesome. All the kids yeah. I'm going to yeah. be home again for a long time. A long time. So yeah. I, I saw something. Oh, uh, I saw something last weekend that disturbed me and it's called the Ryan Garcia challenge. And I don't even know how I stumbled. I saw it happen once. And then I started noticing this phrase, Ryan Garcia challenge kept popping up. He's a, he's a professional he's a boxer. Yeah. 21 and 0 with 17 knockouts. And this dude can rip body shots. I mean, rip them. And this Ryan Garcia challenge is basically you get to put on, this padded vest slash stomach covering. I mean, it's the spar, the sparring vest that a trainer puts on. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. I boxed a little bit. I I know what you're talking about. And then you have, and then Ryan gets to just keep ripping body shots into that thing to see if you can hold up and people are falling to the ground. They're just, (laughs) I mean, it looks, he is ripping the most violent, aggressive body shots I've ever seen. And, as far as I can tell, there's no financial gain in this. It's a challenge. Like there's not even money. At least my daughter would have got a hundred dollars for boiling in water. I, I give That's her that. That's true. At least she would have got a hundred dollars. But, but isn't that? I mean, that is pretty much the point of the internet is just to find stupid shit that you could do. To, I mean, that's like the jackass age, right? It's just. But stupid, stupid shit for no money. At least they sold their, their they sold what they were doing. To MTV, and then they made movies. Yeah, but there's out of kids it. like there's kids like 
you know, don't kids like drink glue, like a drink glue challenge? I mean, every time you go online, there's some other new chat. Like they, there was one called like the pee your pants challenge. They just, oh, yeah. they, they didn't make money. They just peed their pants. I mean, that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. Could start the boiling water challenge. You know that at least one will jump in. What else are you watching besides terrible internet body? Well, challenges? that was only once. Like I finished, let's see. Um, I just finished, oh, zero, 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 which was fantastic. Hard recommend, hard recommend to everyone out there. Amazon prime. It's exceptionally well done. It's from the makers of Gomorrah and, uh, man, you, you got to read, you got to be okay with subtitles, but there's Italian, there's Spanish, and then there's a family out of uh, new Orleans and it's a really, really well done show. And uh, everyone I've told about it has been very excited. Um, we've been watching Rami, Rami, mm-hmm. Rami on uh, on Hulu, uh, and it's good. One of the things my wife and I started to realize because he's very charming, funny, sweet, well written character. We started binging it like we do all shows now, right? And one of the things we I think have come to the conclusion of is that because she said to me. Yesterday, we're about a season and three episodes. So we've watched about like 12 episodes in about four days. And she said, I don't really like him anymore. Like he's kind of like he's kind of annoying. And I think what what we came to the conclusion, when you watch somebody that much, when you watch a show and tell me if this happens to you, but you watch it, you binge it so much. And and not a show like Game of Thrones that moves around to different characters enough that you're not focused on one person. But with this show, it is very much a central character and it is his POV, it is his story. And you kind of, you start to see the holes in the writing, you start to see the repetitive nature of choices he makes as an actor. Um, there's just, Things that you notice that you would never notice if you watched it on a week to week basis or if you gave yourself even a couple days in between episodes. But then when you watch them all at once, they're glaring issues with the plot and the story and the edit. And and by the way, I think it's a great show. Like I would recommend it. And I think it's really I think it's really interesting um, and very funny, um, but also with a great heart. It's a, it's a cool show. But anyway, point is. Is do you find that when you watch shows, when you really binge shows and you watch them that quickly? You know, I hadn't thought of it, but I read an article that said something very similar. Oh they, well, if you read an article, then you're an expert. Yeah, yeah, I read an I read an article that basically okay. said. What I mean, that's said. as good as reading a pod. I mean, listen to a podcast. Yeah, right? I had someone on Twitter tell me this, and so okay. I know it's pretty much factual shit because somebody on Twitter yeah. said this and had a fuck right. ton of likes and retweets. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Look how many retweets this has, but more importantly, look how many likes this has. And I think it was mm-hmm. trending. So I knew it was valuable and really, mm-hmm. you know, carried a lot of weight. And it basically, this article said, hey, you know, shows aren't really made. The makers of these shows aren't making them for you to binge them. And while we get that you like binging them, you are missing out on the anticipation. Because one of the things they found was that people who binge watched, the person who wrote this article Binge watched all of Game of Thrones. That's a shitload of TV. And mm-hmm. he didn't have the same feeling that the rest of us had while we were watching it every week and catching up through every year. Every year you have the anticipation. You didn't have the anticipation. You weren't excited before the next episode came on. You knew it was coming on. And so some of the uh, the natural emotions that you have and some of the – which also, Eric, 
you actually may be seeing a pure version of the show. You ever thought about that? That your version is you are seeing it more clearly? Um, because when we watch Game of Thrones, people who watched it on a you know on, on the normal timeline, we watched it and kind of romanticized it. And every time the next year was going to come out, the next season, you romanticized it. You are watching something, and maybe you're seeing it more clearly, but it's less endearing because of it. Okay, well, first of all, the guy you follow on Twitter is full of shit because a lot of shows he's a lot of shows now are made to binge. So that's actually that's actually not correct. Yeah, um, you're canceled. Fuck, you know, you're canceled. Yeah, I mean, so you can unfollow that guy. Um but but you know, producers know they make shows based on the platform that they're on, right? So because when you write a show that's on network television, you have to have what's called act outs. So you have to write a scene that you know is going to bump up against a commercial. And usually it has a very, you know, uh formulaic line that comes right before the commercial break. And they want that scene to be a scene that's going to keep you involved over the course of that commercial and bring you back for the, you know, for the next, the next, uh, the next portion of the show. Whereas cable shows are on streaming services. They don't have to have act outs. So you're, it's written in a, in a very different way. It's also not 43 minutes. It's, you know, it can be 58 minutes. So, you know, I mean, producers and writers and directors and storytellers and filmmakers know, the platform that they're on. So they're, they're very much writing for, for that. So um, I, I would actually argue and say that I think uh, there are a lot of shows right now that are meant to be binged. And I think Netflix and Hulu and well, Hulu does it a little different, but Netflix and Amazon who release them all at one time, they have the data that shows that people like to watch and consume television like that. If a show is really good, if I'm really locked into it, and I'm not sure that this would be the case during, if this weren't pandemic time, I don't know that my viewing habits would be the same where I'd go three deep and four deep in a single sitting. But right now, no rules. I thought I already told you that, Eric. No rules. No rules. Rules are out the window. It's one of the best things about Corona. No rules. One of the best things about coronavirus is that I've now watched eight series in about two months entire series of shows and i can't remember what happened in them anymore wow that tells me a lot about your parenting see i have watched no shows because i don't have time to do it but then again i'm being a parent yeah no i stick my kids well you're a good parent too and you don't step out either so maybe you've got me right now maybe you've got one up on me on the dad category uh i have pretty sweet cards though i got some pretty amazing father's day cards so what was your Father's Day like? Did you anything special happen on Father's Day that that was uh, like a treat? Nothing from the wife. Okay, that would be you know a treat suitable for podcast. Mm-hmm. Not on Father's okay. Day, no. Okay. Um, what was a treat on Father's Day? No, no. no. I watched a little golf. There was no Father's okay. Day treats. No, I went to okay. my I went to my father in law's house. We had some food. We sat around, went back to my house. No, no okay. treats. I just right. did what I always do. Went back into the yeah. back room, my bedroom, and started binge watching the show. I'm a simple God. man, Jack. I don't have a lot going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you laying back, just kind of laying down on a towel on your bed, eating Cheetos. No, that's not. 
That's binge not, watching alone. I'm I'm juicing now. Alone. Yeah. Oh, are you juicing? Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm juicing. Oh. I don't oh yeah. Tell us out. about that. Well, it's 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 fine. I'm on day two of not having solid food. It's fine. Okay. Uh, day one's a motherfucker. Day two is a little better. Once you get to day three and day four, it's like oh sweet. I, I, day two already, I feel more energetic. Like I do feel mm. better. I do feel better mm-hmm. when I got out of the food coma. But I got to get rid of this this quarantine weight. I, I got to get rid of it, and I got to just. What do you? What do you? I probably, what are you I stepping on the scale at right I'm now? Not, oh, I'm not. I could just eyeball it. I just kind of eyeball it at about plus twelve. That's my okay. Eyeball All right, about plus twelve. Gotcha. I was calling it a quarantine for some time. I feel like it might be higher, but I don't know for sure. It might could it be might a corn twelve. Ten might be a corn twelve. Yeah. Okay. But all I'm right. going to defeat it when I with all this juice. I mean, when you have jicama and kale and apple and pear and beets, oh, watermelon, when this is all on your side, you can't help but mm-hmm. win. You can't help but win. No. No, that's good. Put some pomegranate in there. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. And acids. And oxidants. I don't juice it Something myself. like that. Ant something. Ant something. Yeah, it's not an antacid. No. Antioxidants, maybe? Yeah. Antioxidants? Antioxidants. That's good. You're the guy yeah. in California. Yeah. You should know this. You should know all your superfoods. Isn't Dude, that what they teach out there, Super, what the superfoods are? Bro, I'm you know I'm not putting on corn 10. I know that. I'm looking no. lean right now. You are. You are looking lean. Yeah. Have you ever been yeah, asked I'm, to gain I'm, weight for a roll? Uh, no. If no, I, muscle weight. Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've worked out for a role, uh, and put on probably 15 pounds, 12 to 15 pounds, which for me is a lot. Yeah. What role, you know? what, what show for Jen kill? Oh. I worked out and put on quite a bit of weight. Um, but I look real weird. Like I get real, like kind of necky and, and, and like, you know, like traps, get kind of big and bulgy, which on me doesn't look it. And by the way, my big and bulgy traps aren't really big and bulgy, but they look it on me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I got wide shoulders and, um, so yeah, it's, it's not the greatest look when I'm, I, I I'm better off like kind of lean if I can manage it. Dude. Although somebody just told me this, um, I was with a group, we were on a camping trip and uh, about seven families. And by the way, before anybody sits back and judges, we all went and got tested two days before we went, all showed negative results and, you know, quarantined for two days. And then we went on this camping trip. One of them had said, they had pulled up um, and said, did you know that there's a, a gay website that ranks your body, mm-hmm. your body? It, and and gives you out of five stars, okay? Oh like what a nightmare! Yeah, they're yeah. all just reading you. Is is what it's called, Eric? It's called reading. Yeah. So apparently, and it's all based on any sex scenes you've done. So apparently, oh, you don't have a choice. Oh, it's not like you submit a picture and like, hey guys. Oh no no no, no no no. This is like some yeah. Oh, it's taking this place is, whether you like it or not. This is taking place whether I like it or not. Apparently, I'm I'm sitting at two out of five stars. Not real good. Not good at all. Okay, so I want to know how you found this out. I, like I just said, were you not listening to me? I was on a camping trip, and one of the people on the camping trip said, did you know 
and followed with that information. Okay, was it a gay family, a gay man, a gay woman? No, it wasn't. Apparently, they had been talking about, I don't know what they had been talking about. I wasn't involved uh, in the conversation. And somehow, there was one person on the trip that's a Google fiend. She just will Google anything and everything. She'll find it. And um, and she came across this information and, and decided to share it with everybody without my knowledge. And then they took bets on whether or not I knew it already, which, of course, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Don't just rip I know these are Don't just rip through this. Somebody's Googling Eric Layden gay score. Enter. Oh, there's a website here. What do, I, what do you know? <laughs> there you go. That, I mean, this shows if they're my friends or not. Am I right? Well, okay. So she's a Google fiend. No, you, that's a very specific Eric Layden search. A, it's a stalk. B, it's a very specific Eric Layden search. You don't just, I've right. gone to lots of rabbit holes. All right. I've been on lots of rabbit holes of searching for this or that. Weird stuff. Never that one. Which one? Oh, never, never Eric no. Layden gave. No, no. And I don't even know what, at what position of the rabbit hole where Eric Layden gay scoring. I don't know how you search that. How do you find that? Eric, what is Eric Layden body judging? Eric Layden body shaming? Eric Layden hunk? Eric Layden naked? Are these all the things that she's, did, has your wife thought about this? I, you know, I don't think I've, I haven't quite really unraveled this thread quite as much as you are right now. That's a very specific thing to have happen to you, but they lost money though, because you didn't know about it. No, I did, did not know about it. Fight? They did lose money. Did they show that- you the link to you? No, they, but they did. We did follow with about a 30 minute conversation on how we could get my rating higher. <laughs> you're always going back to the last episode. You're always looking to get your ratings higher, right? <laughs> Uber, gay judgment of your body and sex scenes. What other ratings do you do? You, did you have a problem with the batting average when you were younger that's really stuck with you over time? You're like, oh, if I could have just got a, over 240. Like, what is it? What happened? I wish I had over 240 when I was, when I was playing baseball. It was probably closer to like 210. See, that's where it is. Are you okay on the Airbnb rating or, or VRBO or whatever? Are you Are you good? Oh, I don't stay in other people's houses. Come on. Oh, yeah. You don't even shake hands while you eat. Yeah, I'm not staying in your house. Never. I'm not. You stay in looking. a hotel when you're on the when you stayed in a house before. Um, uh, when you shot six, right with other dudes. I, I I did. I did. That was. But I. But I. But the moment I get there, I'm straight to Target. My own sheets. My own pillowcases. Uh, and then I hit Bed Bath and Beyond. I buy a vacuum, a fan, a filter. Those all go back six months later before I wrap. There's no way you do this ever. So you can't stay in another house. This is a problem for you. It's not a problem. It's just the way I like it. No, it's a problem. You can. How do you stay in hotels? Well, hotels are very like I I put those in a different category, I guess, because the maid service. You know. Uh, I mean, there's a cleaning fee, and it's substantial in Airbnb. I, Eric, I don't think you've unpacked a lot of what has happened the last 10 minutes. I'm the one that had to clue you in into what type of Googling was going on. And secondly, do you know how much more 
stuff is happening in a hotel room as opposed to potentially an Airbnb location? Uh, You're an animal in a hotel room. People are animals in hotel rooms. In Airbnb, there's a there's a there's a level of sophistication that is ex- expected. You you carry yourself with a little bit more couth in a hotel room. I've seen hotel. I, I was in a hotel room once, and it was like a it's a major chain. I don't want to put their name out there in case I get in trouble. And I actually saw rolled up hand towels right next to, and the lotion was separate. I'm like. You don't know me. You don't know me, hotel. You don't need to put a rolled up hand towel next to some lotion. Okay. Okay. I'm binge watching. You don't know me. Well, I have a pretty similar routine when I'm, when I move into a hotel for a job too, which is um, the first thing that happens is when I get there, I ask them to send somebody up to clear out the mini fridge immediately. So come up, follow me up. I need the, it, I need it cleaned out. You told me Made that service. Trick. I didn't know that trick. Yeah, it's a great trick. I also get rid of everything on any countertop. So like all the pamphlets, menus, no smoking signs, uh, hardwired phones, uh, pins, notepads, all that gone. Get rid of it. Put it all in a in a in a bedside drawer. So you ask you do that, but don't they start adding to it every day? The the cleaning service, don't they add whatever's gone? No, because I only have them come clean like once every three or four days. Get, you know, I need, yeah. And then I wipe down everything. So like I bring in my Clorox wipes. I wipe down all the counters, everything. I get rid of all the stuff that's on a counter, phone. It's all going in the bedside table. And then I go and I get like maybe a candle, maybe a plant, uh, you know, whatever, some picture frames. I make it my own. What? Okay. Are we, we're, we're back in a hotel room. Yeah. We're not in the house at all. So in no. a hotel room, so you've got candles, plants, you've got picture frames. Does your wife know this happens? Dude, have you ever lived in a hotel for three months? No, I have not. Okay. All right. You have to make it home. Like you have to make it as as close as you can to an apartment. So, you know, I will do anything I can to make it that way. So that's why, and, and Bed Bath & Beyond is great because you can return anything. So I can go to Bed Bath & Beyond. I can buy a fan. I can buy a vacuum. I can buy a purifier. I can buy all sorts of stuff, like a kettle, a coffee maker. You don't do all the that boxes. at a hotel, right? Not at a hotel. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. In the hotel, I don't need the vacuum or the or any of that. But then I can you know, take it back at the end. Now I don't, I don't put my own sheets on the bed at a hotel. I do when I rent an apartment. Mm. You know what I've noticed about you is you are, and it seems like you, you're healthy. You're mm-hmm. out doing stuff with your kids. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that the pandemic, this is nothing to you because you live your life. Like a, it's a pandemic. It's always a pandemic for you. You just don't have to like your trip to a hotel or to an Airbnb Sounds a lot like my trip to a grocery store where I think like, oh, my God, I got to spray my hands and put a mask on and put a suit on and do this like a hazmat suit. Your whole everything you just told me sounds like the same kind of processes other than, you know, the niceties, other than going to Michael's and getting some some, you know, something nice to to spruce up the room with. It sounds just like pandemic to me. 
okay, you just told me what happens in a hotel room, and now you expect me to come into this place and make it my own for the next two months. Mm. I have to do, like, if I go in and I wipe it down, I know I'm going to live there for the next two months. I got to wipe it down. Now I know that the only person in here is me and the housekeeper coming in, right? So, like, I'm good, but I don't want to roll in knowing what's happened in that hotel room. Yeah, that's a good point. And just plop down on the bed, you know? I'm just saying, like, you got to... You know, you got to make it your own. But you will change the seat, the sheets in an Airbnb, but you won't change the sheets in a hotel, even though they both have cleaning services. Uh, yeah, but the Airbnb is different. I mean, that's like to me, that's someone else's. The cleaning fee is like non-existent you know that person's coming what what's every but you, again you got to remember i'm not going somewhere for three days or five days right. i'm going somewhere for six months like when i move into that my apartment in orlando i'm there for six months so you know i mean i've got to make an entire home it would have been sweet if it's the same hotel i mean the same apartment complex as uh the florida project that would have been it would have been sweet but it wasn't, thank God. It's, it's in Orlando. It's the same it area. It's in Orlando. Yeah. You no, might I, have trust me. I, dro- I drove by some of them. Um, I just wish I was there while the NBA was shooting there, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. catch some games. Catch Bradley Beal. Bradley, what's up? <laughs> little Bradley hey, Beal. Why don't you just be a fan, bro, and stop bringing your coronavirus? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. This guy is the least likely to have coronavirus of anyone. Yeah, I'm not getting the virus. You're not going to get it. No. Now, now that's why I understand when we talked last episode about, like, you said, maybe I should drive an Uber. And I said, do you really want to be with people? No. And I, I realize now you're not going to get coronavirus because you would, you, you're not going to, on a just a regular last August, right? Last August, there's no pandemic. You're not going to put yourself in position to be around people really close for them to be in your six foot radius. No, I mean, I was wiping down airplane seats well before this. Started. You're ahead of the game. I mean, wiping them down head, head to toe. You started this. You st- you're ahead of the game. You're a, I, yeah, you're a maverick in that regard. I mean, a little bit. Go back and look. You, know, you saw pictures of how I traveled from Orlando last year. Full bandana on the mouth, mm-hmm. like full on. Yeah, I know it's out of the game. This has been very therapeutic. This this hour, this has been nice. It has been nice. It has been. Yeah, nice. I'm not. It's even, kind of been a throwback. I'm not drinking alcohol, but when I go out of town, I'm headed up to a uh, Blackland to the distillery up in Fort Worth. I'm going to head by, nice. stop, and load up for when we take our our trip at some point. Um, uh, Please tell them I said thank you again. The 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 bourbon is excellent. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. We've the wife has already demanded that we load up on like four or five bottles of vodka because mm-hmm. as I mentioned, kids. Yeah. And with my mother-in-law staying at our house, it's it goes faster. The 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 alcohol is going faster. So well, yeah, Mimi. Mimi likes to pour herself a little drink and watch some Bonanza. She's not afraid. Oh, we've added one. No, Gunsmoke also, Bonanza, mm. Gunsmoke, and um, Big Valley, or the th- mm. three biggies. But I mm-hmm. love. But but my mother in law is great, 
and my kids love watching this. And like I said, as long as I have my room to go back to and I mm-hmm. can sit in there and lock the door from about, hmm, I don't know, I guess nine o'clock until closing time. I want to, I want you to think about something and I just want it to marinate because it's going to be about a week before we come back mm-hmm. and we have another podcast. And I will, and have, I know you're going, I would have finished my juice. Okay. So I want you to kind of just marinate on something while you're on your trip, because you're going to be in the car and you're going to have some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to envision yourself in your bedroom, mm-hmm. laying down on a towel, drinking a cocktail, watching a television show alone. And I just want you to start to take some inventory. Okay. I just, I want you to, I want you to take some inventory on what's going on in your life. And I want you to hopefully come back from this vacation, Mm -hmm. uh, with a renewed sense of purpose and just uh, something that and and maybe um maybe be able to paint a picture a little less depressing. <laughs> I don't feel like I listen. Just yes and just yes and yeah, yeah. And I also believe that <laughs> just look, yes and <laughs> just say okay. That's so funny. Paint a rosier picture. Okay. Thanks again to Blackland Distillery out of Fort Worth. Great guys providing spirits for Lance and I, as well as all our guests. Check them out online, blacklandfortworth.com. Blackland FW, actually, dot com. They've got vodka. They've got gin. They've got my personal favorite, uh, the bourbon. And uh, they also have a fantastic rye, the perfect amount of spice, heat, if you will. Um, They've got fantastic spirits, so make sure you check them out online. Um, Our artwork is done by Tony Moles at Anthem Agency, A-N-T-H-M Agency.com. He's a great dude, really talented, and uh, kills it on our artwork for us. And our music is by Josh Cook. Uh, who can be found uh, through his website or on Instagram at herelieswoe.com. We will see you next week with a guest. Adios.